welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, the official podcast of MASH, the Marietta Atheist, Skeptics, and Humanists. I'm Don, and along with my co-hosts Jeff and Jerry, we'll bring you a bi-weekly look into the crazy world of religion from the perspective of three older, straight, cisgendered, monogamous, married white guys from the Bible Belt. Just remember, don't believe anything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you have taken the time to independently verify it for yourself. In other words, Google that shit. Spring morning to find myself a friend, someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil, he was sitting in a bar. He bought me 15 rum and cokes and then he went too far. Now the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go, the devil is my friend. Guitar! Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Don. We got Jeff and Jerry. We're going to start off with, as we always do, being this is our first podcast, the the drinks. What, what are we having tonight? I'm drinking a Green Man Porter from Asheville, Carolina, the mecca of beer. I'm drinking an ex, a Bell's Expedition Stout from the great conjoined twin state of Michigan. <laughs> more, more on that later. I am, it's a 10.2, I think, so oh, I'm getting... Wow, I'm, right. I'm getting ready. 10.5, sorry. And I'm drinking it out of a bud glass because that, America. America. And it's a NASCAR. A, a Daytona. Daytona there bud glass. Daytona. And they bud, stand for the pledge. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, they do. And I am or, having, or um, I'm having a red... Uh, wine. It's a Old Vine Zinfandel. Uh, Twisted is, is the brand. It's a California Old Vine Zin. We're going to start off tonight's podcast with the big news. Uh, a 600-pound gorilla in the room, and that's old President Dumbass. He went and did it again over the weekend. Kind of took on the largest spectator sport in the country. Seems to have a problem with its athletes quietly protesting the fact that cops are killing black men at an alarming rate. No, uh, that's not what it's about. No, that, that's the way I understood the original protest. Well, that's, that's not what Donnie said. Of course not. No, it's, we got to believe the president. They hate the flag. Okay. And the military. And the military. And, and what it stands for. Everything about America. Now, this and, is... And predictably, though, who has his back? His evangelical base. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Of they course. wrap themselves up in the flag. He was down here in the Bible Belt in Alabama. And you can tell. It's, a, it's so amazing how easy it is to tell when this man is on script and when this man is just pulling stuff out of his ass. I mean, it's amazing. And he just started ad-libbing about the NFL players and called them sons of bitches. Yep. It's funny, if you watch it, he, he clearly said that he would like to see the owners tell these guys that they're fired and then immediately realized, oh, wait a second, that's, that's my, my catchphrase, that's, that's my, my catchphrase, <laughs> and repeated fired. it, you're fired, you know. <laughs> Don't you wonder, though, if, if he had that in his mind that he wanted to get that in there somehow, you know, or does he just do that off the, does he have brain farts that take place? Or? He, has, he has brain farts, but then he will feed, he, the like, applause line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So he knew this audience. He's, he's, he's big, big football the fans. They don't have a pro team there, but huge on college ball. So, and they did applaud. I mean, they really ramped up when he was talking about that. So, 
That's funny talking about the college. I wonder if it was University of Alabama Crimson Tide football players that were, you know, uh, instead of Colin Kaepernick and the pro players, if it was the school that it originated from. How would these Alabama people in in the crowd? They might have turned on them. Yeah, they might have turned on them. Yeah, that'd be super interesting. Oh, they do that, especially one of the stars of the team. What are you gonna do? Mm. Bench me? They can't get fired, can they? They certainly can't dock their pay. <laughs> they can bench them. Legally. Yeah. What would they rather have? Somebody taking a knee and getting five sacks or three touchdowns? Or somebody standing up and losing to Arkansas? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might change the scope a little Conundrum. bit. Conundrum. Yeah. yeah. He has his priorities. Definitely. Winning. It's interesting that if you go back to the beginning of the story, it, you know, it all started with, with Colin Kaepernick with the San Francisco 49ers, who is now out of the league. He's basically blackballed. And I wonder if that from the change. league. I yeah, wonder I wonder if, if with all as many players that we're doing over the weekend, if, if somebody thinks that there isn't as much of a stigma on Colin to go ahead and bring right. him in. Because he's obviously better than every backup quarterback oh, yeah, in the yeah. league. He would definitely make and he's probably player. better than half the starting quarterbacks in, in the league. This ceased being about football, yeah. though. yeah. A long time ago. Yep. And I will absolutely take the over on... You don't think he's not. ever coming back? Nope, not this year. Okay. I, I wouldn't shock me until things calm down a little bit. No. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they ever will. Yeah. Uh, for him. I mean, he the, the, as soon as he signs, he becomes the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trump will and be tweeting about that. I don't think any, I don't think any club wants it. I don't think the only the only way somebody would get away with it, like the Patriots. I was just thinking the exact a, same thing. If they had a backup quarterback injury and they brought him in, they would be able yeah, to do it. Or, or God forbid, the Golden Boy Brady if he went down. And Belichick is probably the oh only God, coach <laughs> that could bring him in and it not be the lead story right. every day. Yeah, but it certainly would be a thumb in the yeah. eye. To- Trump, though. Yeah, you know, yeah that's true. I, as beautiful as that would be to watch that happen, that would put me in a, in a serious bind. And I would have to actually think about cheering for the Patriots. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> but I would it. smile when I watch him. I don't know if I'd root for him, but I would smile. I would internally root for Kaepernick, uh, but not for the Patriots. Right. I, 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 would, I would hope for there him to have a great game, but yeah, they I, lose. There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a good compromise. Yeah, look at it that way. It's just interesting when, when you go back to the beginning of the story. When he was in San Francisco, he decided he was going to start protesting uh, the National Anthem. He... He started by sitting, right, remaining on the bench, sitting down, and nobody noticed for what, almost a year before any you know anybody even noticed that, that he was doing this. And it was another NFL player, an ex uh, I don't know if he was Marines or Army or, or whatever, but he was he was a long snapper in in the league. Green Beret. Green, oh, Green Beret, okay. And he went to, he got in touch with Kaepernick and, and talked to him and told him that sitting was disrespectful, but pointed out to him that when they have a funeral for somebody that's in the military, they, they fold the flag that's draped on the casket and they kneel in front of either the wife or the parents or whoever the next of kin is and they present them with that flag. And that's a way of showing respect 
for the flag, for, for what it stands for, for mm-hmm. the military, and that if Colin took that as his protest instead of sitting on the bench, right. that yeah, it, it would be a respectful way to protest the national anthem. And he started doing that, and that's when the whole shitstorm you know, started. And, uh, he had Even though it was more respectful. Yes. Yeah, and went the other way. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I can't wrap my mind around the, these these people that take this attitude where it's he's being disrespectful to to the people that served, that the people that died for the, this country. That's the reason that these people served and these people died is so that Americans have the right to protest uh, against the the institutions, uh, the the the. the president, whatever the case may be, they just don't seem to be able to grasp that concept of free speech. Right, right. Well, the yeah. other the other thing that, that got me thinking is why is the, the flag only representative of the military? Shouldn't it also represent all of, you know, like, like teachers, civil rights heroes, uh, you know... Uh, Freaking hippie. I know. <laughs> The, but again, yeah, you know what I'm saying the police, is there's the firemen. The, well, they do say know, first responders. Yeah, first responders. I mean, there's so many other people, you know, that I also think are what make our country great. Mm-hmm. And yes, the military is a big part of that, but so are these other people. I mean, yeah. I think like Martin Luther King Jr. and civil rights. You know, he's he's made this so. You know, we can have more equality in this country. To me, the flag represents that as well. It's one of those institutions that he is protesting against. The police brutality that's taking place in in America against... Inequality. Yeah. That's still going on. And as... And like we said in the intro, as, you know, three older white guys, we're we're never going to know, you know, what it's like to to live as as a a black person in, in America. Well, the other the other piece of that too. Jeff's opening beer too, by the way. Yes, yeah. but this is also a lower gravity than last time, so that's right. relative. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. But the national anthem itself, most people are only aware of the first verse. If you go on to the other verses, there's especially four verses. The, yeah, and the third verse is the one that Francis Scott Key is shown to be very much. Uh, racist and against slaves, and that's right in the uh, you know the anthem. So I wonder if people in the stadium, if they were forced to read you know to sing all verses, would they think a little bit differently about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole history of it as well. You know, it wasn't made into our national anthem until Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow I think Wilson. I can't remember what year that was, and there was a lot of controversy on that as well. So it's not like the perfect anthem. No, very militaristic. And Tells I of the battle of Baltimore. It gets into, you know, like God being on our side kind of thing. So as atheists, I don't really like that part being in the no. anthem. So. And just like anything that goes back that far into history, there's a little controversy as far as when it was first started being played. I've read 18, 1918 uh, World Series. They started playing it during during that. World War but, I, was it? But yeah, but even before that, there was apparently the Yankees played it in some of their games as, as early as the, the late 1800s. It wasn't played at every baseball game before the game started until, was it after World War II when it became kind of a thing? Thing only here. Like the national anthem before sporting events, 
Not like national team events. Yes. Like when the national team plays, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They play the anthems. But when Uh, the Premier League plays on Sunday morning and Saturday morning here, mm -hmm. they they don't play Mm -mm. any type of patriotic song. I don't think they do, at least. If they do, they don't put it on TV. Yeah. And I I don't think they do it. And they don't know. That's one thing I noticed this this weekend is, is, and, and I have not curtailed my viewing of the NFL over over this whole I know a lot of people are, are you know quit watching the NFL oh okay then I understand yeah, I don't believe yeah, that fine I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm still watching I, I paid for the red zone I'm gonna watch the red zone but you never saw the national anthem as part of the broadcast. Oh, no, no. They that was always a commercial, a commercial break. And just like it came out, I think Stephen A. Smith on ESPN was talking about how it wasn't until 2009 right, that the right. teams were actually on the sidelines for the national right. anthem. Yeah. If they went back to pre-2009, this wouldn't even be right. a controversy anymore because it would be just the fans in the stands that would be out for the national anthem. Oh, I did not know I never understood why that particular song. I'm going to go out on, on a limb. That's a horrible song. I mean, well, it's, it is on a number of like the octaves. Yeah, two, it's, two it's, octaves it's so to hard to sing. It, it's, there's so many songs about America. America the Beautiful. Uh, I can't think of you know, a number of them. God time, Bless America. God Bless America. Oh, no. um, Smith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's so oh, many, there's so many Woody, patriotic Woody songs. That's what I like. That this are, land is your land. Yeah, this land like is your that. land. That are so much better... That was controversial. He's Speaking of hippies. He is a hippie. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm a but there's so many more number. songs that, that are better than oh, yeah, yeah. the Star Spangled Banner to have as a national anthem. More about actual freedom rather than military and bombs bursting it, in air. I never understood why every time, you know, six or eight guys in a ball get together, we have to sing this song right. before anything happens. Well, and that's one of those kind of things, too. It's just like people think that in God we trust what's always on our money. Yeah, no. If yeah. you hear the story, it was put on later. So same thing with this. Is you know, it wasn't until 1918, and I think it wasn't even used that much even at that time. It just kind of gradually came into play. So it was like, why can't we change things then? The Pledge of Allegiance is the most egregious example of that. Yeah, and because that, one nation under God wasn't was until the 50s. In right. That was with yeah, the Russia communists, and that was the whole yeah. And that scared. was in God We Trust on the Money. That was that Russian. Was being against thing. the godless communists. Yep. But you know the other weird thing too is I don't think I've ever been to a concert where they play the national anthem before that, or you know. So you yeah. don't go to many country concerts, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Proud okay, to be no. an American. <laughs> but so yeah, I mean, so why is it wrapped up with sports? I well, guess. the only the only sport that I can think of that they always play the national anthem prior to the event and it's always broadcast was NASCAR. Oh yeah, they oh that that was always part of the broadcast, and they always made a big part of and in the prayer too. They always brought in the the local pastor from the First Baptist Church of East Bumblefuck and had him come up and in Jesus' name pray before you know forty three rednecks drive two hundred miles an hour and turn left. <laughs> <laughs> they always played the national anthem. They always made a big thing of showing the drivers with their wife and their child standing next to yeah, the car yeah, with right. their crew. But you know, the other thing that, that bothers me is I wish somebody would do this. I found some pictures on the internet, of course, 
If you look people in the stands when the anthem's going on, they're looking around, they're doing their cameras. And they're, they're taking pictures of the flyover. There's a few people doing that, mm-hmm. but, you know, good part of them aren't. So why didn't Trump call out those guys? Well, that's his Well, base. there's people, you know, in the stadium buying a hot dog or a beer. You know, they're, they're not... Yeah, they there. don't stop the concession stand selling a no, beer and pretzels. No, no. Um, are people taking a piss? Or yeah. are, they, are they stopping? Mm-hmm. And, uh, no. no. Uh, well, oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come out, you're all soiled. I was, <laughs> you love America. I respect yeah. in the flag, man. Love America, obviously. <laughs> I had to take my hand off. Yeah. I don't respect myself, but I respect the flag. <laughs> I'm wet for America. There you go. <laughs> That's not the first time I've heard that, but that's another story. <laughs> but we digress. Yes. That's, that's a platform, you know, presidential platform we could all get behind, no pun intended. Yeah. Wet for America. Wet for America. <laughs> Getting back to Trump and, and the NFL, the, the thing that I keep going back to is this is like him standing at, at, at the window going, squirrel, you know, squirrel. Oh, and definitely. It, it's, definitely. Yeah, it's, a, it's all a big misdirection. What what is what's going on behind the scenes? What's he doing? You know, tax all with taxes. Oh, he's failing on health care. Failing on so. health care, and he's got all this other stuff. But he's he's doing this to to keep our attention off of well, what's people, really going on. Right. It's that plus it also revs up the base. And plus, nobody's talking about how big of a shit show Puerto Rico is right now. Oh, yeah. Which, those are all American citizens down on an island that they're talking about are not going to have power for six months. Meanwhile, he tweets 20 times over the weekend about the NFL and not one time about basically an American state that everybody is in the dark, literally in the dark, after a hurricane rolled through. I, and, I don't think they told him that it was part of the U.S. I no. I thought it was a foreign country. I don't think anybody told him it was an island. He was, he was oh, yeah, flabbergasted yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that it was an ocean. island. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of, that's a big, big ocean. Big ocean. The funniest part about that... I yeah. that. Yeah. The funniest part about it was he that. turned to the guy next to him to get some sort of like verification. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, that is an island and it is in the middle of an ocean. Right, and our next story, kind of segueing from the Donald Trump and NFL, is actually where Donald Trump was giving that speech was in Alabama on the political trail for the senator's seat that Jeff Sessions has left open by becoming head elf in chief of cookies. Is that, what's his title again? What is it? I can't remember. I think that's it. I think it is. But he was the senator from the great state of Alabama and has has moved on. It's not great at all. Why did you call it Great State? I'm, I'm just trying to be nice. I mean, you know. This is the politeness podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no. Be nice. It's a fucked up state, basically. Okay. <laughs> but Sessions moved on to be, this is crazy, but the, the Attorney General of the United States of America. It pains me to say that. That means that his seat is is available, and uh, Alabama's no having, intended. Yeah, is having is having a uh, an election. Explains a lot about old Jeff Sessions. <laughs> I think he does contest too much. Exactly. And it's between Luther Strange and Big Luther, Big Luther, Big Luther. Superman villain Luther Strange, Big, Big, Big Luther Strange, Big hands, Big hands, Big hands. Big, Big, huge, yeah. huge hands, not bigger than Trump's. But, no, but and um, and who's the Roy Moore, Moore. Yeah. who very interesting past that, oh. that Roy Moore has. Uh, he has been removed from the 
Supreme Court of The Supreme Alabama. Court of Alabama twice. on more than one occasion. Yeah, twice. twice. Know, yeah. Because they're, they're very forgiving there. As, yes. Well, as a judge, I find it interesting he that he doesn't thing. he doesn't feel that the law applies to him. It doesn't because God is in charge. Yeah, he he's he's one of these Bible first, Constitution second, being nice putting it second, kind of politicians where he gets his orders from a higher power. That's right. Hallelujah. And he is close to being a senator. I know. He's, a senator. He's going to be the senator. From a podcast standpoint, you almost want him to become senator because there's going to be no shortage of material no. to discuss. Uh, but, yeah, but it's going to destroy America. That's why Trump was in Alabama this weekend right, and right. started ad-libbing about the NFL. Was he was, he, on, was in, he was in Alabama to campaign for his for, opponent. For Big Luther. Right. Yeah, he was, a, he was against the guy that ended up winning. Right. Um, but he did hedge his bet he did. during that. Yeah. He did. Well, he, he said, I might have chosen a loser. I can't they remember saw, they saw the polls. He said they basically that if, if, if Roy Moore wins, he'll be back and he'll be compa- campaigning for him right. uh, in right. the future. Which is which is no no is weird. that a, is that a threat or a yeah it's it's just strange that you're up there this is the man the future of Alabama the next great senator from the but just in case you know we've got uh, this guy over well, here McConnell McConnell already you know who oh, put yeah. in a lot of money against him yeah already. Put the GOP embrace uh, embrace around this guy. That's what's scary. So right? yes, that's what's scary. But not but but not one bit surprising. No, not a. It would be a shock if, if he did anything else than than welcome him to the fold. Oh yeah, if this guy showed up in Washington and he was a pariah to the GOP, that that would be you know that news. would be news. Yeah, that would be news. But. He's another vote lockstep for for McConnell and Paul Ryan. Who more is? Yeah. No, I think he's going to be anti-establishment. I think that's why you saw the Steve Bannon. Oh no, 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 no. We we cannot we cannot allow ourselves to talk about Roy Moore as anti-establishment. <laughs> he, he is, is a nut job. Yes. He is a nut job. He always has been. He is the Christian equivalent of Sharia law. And oh, yeah, absolutely. So we can't put any type of positive moniker on him, like anti-establishment or... That's what is interesting, that, that the Steve Bannons and the Gorka, or whatever his name is, are behind more, is because they want to tear down the system. Mm-hmm. So when I say anti-establishment, I mean that's basically, that's what they, those guys want to do, the Breitbart people want to do. So that's what worries me, is they're going to start to gradually eat away what was left of sane GOP people. So if you don't follow Daniel Dale on Twitter, he is a Toronto Star Hmm. reporter in Washington who was terrific during the campaign because he would catalog all of President DA's lies during the campaign. He would say, Donald Trump lied about this, and he'd list like 30 things every day. And he is a great... Twitter follow, hmm. D-Dale 8, um, number 8. So in 2007, Roy Moore argued that preschool is part of a Nazi-esque conspiracy to turn toddlers into liberals. <laughs> Why then do social liberals like Hillary Clinton push so hard for the expansion of preschool programs? 
Perhaps they understand the truth of Proverb, Proverbs 22.6 better than most parents. Quote, Train up a child in a way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. When the mind of a young child is subjected to state control before fundamental concepts and basic beliefs, Christian beliefs, yeah. are formulated, the child is much more likely to learn a liberal social and political philosophy with the state as his or her master. Creation and God-given rights are more easily replaced with evolution and government-granted rights. This is the kicker. Totalitarian regimes like those of Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin knew well the value of a, quote, youth core. As Hans Schem, who hell anybody would know who this is, leader of the Nazi Teachers League, oh, Jeff, teachers, <laughs> once observed, quote, those who have the youth on their side control the future. That is some crazy shit. That is bad shit. Yes. Well, I, I read today an article where it talked about how Roy Moore believes that the First Amendment only applies to Christians. That if you're a Muslim American, a Jewish American, an atheist American, a Sikh, you know, a Jain, whatever, you don't have the right to free speech. You don't have the right to free assembly. Right. That it only applies to Christians. Well, when they think that God wrote the Constitution, just like you know, well, he wrote the tablets. It, God didn't write the Constitution. Jesus handed the Constitution to the founding fathers uh, in, in Philadelphia in 1776. You should know your history. Is that a Mormon thing? I thought he was coming back later to uh, Missouri somewhere, he thought. Jefferson County, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he must have had a. Yeah. Well, that was where the that that's where we digress again. But that was where the Garden of Eden was was Jefferson County, Missouri. Right. I don't, yes. I don't know. I'm it, sure, that's is, the case. Is, is I've been there. It's not. Is the Jesus coming back to the Garden of Eden? <laughs> I didn't know that's where. That's where well, Eden was supposedly. Well, anyway, but there was, but an, yeah. there was an astronaut back in the seventies and eighties guy that landed on the moon that kept trying to find the Ark on uh, Mount Ararat. If you From remember, space? in Turkey. No, yeah. in Turkey. He, he would lead expeditions no to fun. Absolutely. And he, he was one of the guys that pretty sure wow. he landed on the moon. And he's still That's actually a pretty good story about how many guys who have gone to space and landed on the moon became like... Kind of a holy experience yeah, or something. Yeah, big time. Well, once they were up there, they were able to see that the earth's flat and that the Bible was true in its description. And so that's probably what did it. So you're not a Cleveland Cavaliers fan because Kyrie Irving still says... Yeah, he's... Is it, no, it's, no, it's B.O.B. He, uh, he is, he's doing like crowd research. Yeah, he's funding, crowd funding, yeah. he's crowdfunding. Right. He wants $200,000 to do the to research, do research yeah. on the flat earth. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Anybody, let me just put this out. Anybody that wants to give me two hundred thousand dollars, I will. I will look into whether it's round or, or flat. I'd do it for half oh, that. No problem. Deeply, no problem that. whatsoever. Right. You're already being undercut. I'm just throwing like that right out at the there. table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do I hear fifty thousand? I'd do that. There you go. We'll rename this the two hundred thousand dollar flat Earth podcast <laughs> if you give yeah. us that money. Mm-hmm. And if you don't. Jesus is going to call me home. So, <laughs> you got that weighing on your conscience. Oh, nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of Roy Moore's buddies, chum, GOP official, denies that he and Roy Moore are, quote, anti-Muslim. Says, I don't know anything Moore stands for that I'm not for. I'm anti-Muslim, too. 
Now, who's this is speaking? This is Republican Party. Russell County, Alabama Chairman Gary Head. Oh, okay. And he's Mr. A, Head. He, Mr. Head, real estate broker. Uh, direct quote. So they quote him, and there is a bit of a shitstorm probably everywhere but Alabama. Or, or Russell, Russell County. County. Yeah. Which I think Russell County is one of those places on 431. When you leave Phoenix City and you're going to Dothan to go to Panama City, I think Russell County is one of those counties in the middle of it where there is, I mean, rural, not a lot going on, four-lane highway only a few years ago. That's how, that's how I uh, equate all of Alabama is what part of the state is it and what beach am I headed to? <laughs> <laughs> Roy Moore thinks Islam is a false religion. He thinks homosexuality should be illegal. I think, again, thou doth protest too much, but, you know. Well, he has that in common with Jeff Islam. With, with Islam. That's true, too. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're right That's there lockstep uh, with, with, with Islam on that one. So there was a shitstorm, and so they follow up with him. It's like, hey, did you really say that? Mm-hmm. And he said... Oh, did he? Did he let, me, let me guess. He backed up, and he said something practical. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss, yes. <laughs> yes. You, you, you swung on some high heat. What I told Dale, the reporter, is I believe in Jesus Christ myself, and I don't have any problems with anybody's religion, as long as it's Christian. <laughs> I don't go along with the Muslim religion. And it would have been great to get this guy to go like, so do you think Catholics are Christian? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lutherans. Yeah. What do you, how do you define a Christian? Methodist, Mormon, Baptist, Mormon. Yeah. Love to have, love to have heard let's, a little bit yeah. more Dig, about let's, that. Let's let's scratch the surface exactly. on, on those yeah, particular yeah. statements. Yeah. Mister Head, you got a few more minutes, right? I don't want to take up your time. Yeah. You know, just can you? I just want to clarify. Just a couple clarifying questions, yeah. if I could, sir. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> and you know, he didn't. He did not understand why that could be considered offensive. I don't know why that comment's such a big deal. That's no idea. Just, that's just my beliefs. I guess everybody's got their beliefs. Just like guys doing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. I swear to God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no pun intended. So, Roy Moore, man. He is going to be a plethora of material. Oh, yeah. All of it. All of it Even. extremely negative. I mean, this guy was on the campaign trail and whips a gun out of his pocket to show that he's in favor of the Second Amendment. I mean, I, you know, that's fine, dude. We, we could take your word for it. He, we, we, don't, we, we, we don't need the grandstand. He standard. could make C-SPAN actually must-see TV. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he would do this if... Because he's pretty much a shoe-in to take well, yeah, session yeah. seat. I mean... It's a Democrat. Being who's the Democrat? Yeah, who's the Democratic opponent to to Roy Moore? Doug in, Jones in is his name. And he actually, a big he civil actually rights, has so. a record. Yeah, really. Former U.S. Attorney, I believe. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, so somebody you would. So he's a qualified candidate. Well, yeah, so he's got no shot <laughs> of winning. <laughs> basically, <laughs> he's he's dead in the water. He's, uh, a, he's a communist. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he wants your kids to go to preschool. That's right. You know. Oh, true. So, yeah, he's got no shot. Start the Nazi indoctrination early. Sig Heil. Okay, let's do circle time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the other strange thing was there was pictures that showed him writing to this uh, talk that he was doing or, you know, rallying Mm -hmm. on a horse. 
with his hat and his leather vest. And I'm yeah. sure he, he probably had his, his uh, holsters on and everything. Well, we know he had a six-shot in, in his pocket. Well, one of them, yeah. 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 He, he's had one in his pocket. And it was real tiny, so I think he probably had it in his purse or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just sounds like he's you're talking about one of the village people. Yeah, like, it does. I mean, it really does. It That's does. what he looked it like, really. really. He did. He looked He looked like Woody from, from Toy Story uh, with, with his little hat and his, and, his, and his vest. Woody doesn't have a catchphrase, does he? No. No, that's a shame. We should, he, Buzz Lightyear had a catchphrase, absolutely. But uh, Woody, Woody did not. Hmm. We could we could probably come up with something. I think he just like slapped his palm, you know, just face palmed at, at stupid shit that Buzz was doing. Okay, who who needs more Woody? Yeah, I do then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right. Vote for more. Yeah. Vote for more Woody. <laughs> Oh, I got would, a Woody for more. He would, he would. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're moving right along. We're going we're to call this, this is our bounce around the Bible belt. Cra- crazy religious shit that's, that's, that's going on in, in the South. Nauseous enough from what oh, we just said. It's crazy. And, and, and it's not like we're picking on every state around us. We, 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 we broadcast from Georgia. We're all, we all live here in Georgia. If there was, if there was a crazy religious story in, in Georgia, we, we would be talking about it right now. There's just, it doesn't seem, all the other states are stepping up to the plate right now. I think um, Facebook must filter Georgia out. It they does, something. Yeah. You got all the, you got the shit show going on in Alabama uh, with Trump over the weekend. They're hard to compete with, though. It's they, yeah, they, are, they, yeah. they are hard to compete with in that regard. Well, they do their due diligence in, in recruiting. But our neighbors to the east of us, both uh, uh, of the Carolinas, uh, north and south, they're throwing their hats into the ring. There are, right now, there's about 12 counties in South Carolina that are currently painting Christian crosses on the streets. No, they're not. They're not. Painting Christian crosses. Oh, they are. They are. What are they? They're teased. They're not teased. They're, they're Christian crosses. Teased uh, for traffic accident. They uh, public at, safety at the site of a traffic fatality. After the uh, the county comes in and they do all their investigation, do all their measures, and and figure out the rate of speed that the car was traveling and all the rest of that stuff. One of the last things that happens, an elected county official, the coroner, will spray paint a white cross on the site of the traffic accident. They are backing up a little bit on this and they're saying that it's a T and the T stands for traffic fatality, which we all know is a crock of bull. It's two words. But they, yeah, they're, they're, they're coming in and, and marking the spot uh, where somebody died with, with a Christian cross. I don't think they're taking into account whether the person that died was a Christian or not. I think they're just blanketly painting crosses on the streets. From uh, a public safety standpoint, though, what does that add? Nothing. Oh, somebody died here? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, so they're looking down at that and not watching <laughs> yeah, the road. They run to the guy in front of them. It's a hazard. It's not like they're putting Star of Davids down if a Jewish person dies or a uh, crescent moon if a Muslim dies. They're not painting nothing if an atheist is well, <laughs> so, a, you know, a nuke symbol. Yeah, a nuclear <laughs> symbol. A nice little <laughs> nuclear <laughs> symbol. Maybe, maybe an anarchy. Uh, maybe there, anarchy. You there you go. An anarchy. There you go. I, I kind of figured they think, you know, that, that Jesus came to them right at the last minute there and, they and converted. Just, just plucked them. So they're all, you know, Christians at this point. That's true. Before they go up. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's South Carolina. And now, is, is this in place of where people used to put up their own little I, crosses on the side of the road? Those are more individual, and I really don't have a problem with that. It, it's kind of silly. I, I don't understand it, but it's it's at least it's not an elected county official that is right. doing this on the county dime. Right, you know? right. It's on uh, public property. Yeah, this is... If your son or, or mom or, or, or Aunt Sue or whoever, somebody dies in a car accident and you go and you have a little casket piece, for lack of a better term, made and set on the side of the road in some sort of remembrance, that's that that's a private citizen right. doing something on their own. That's not private, but that, I bet money that's not private property that they do it on. Oh, oh no, no, no. Especially on, no, on, on major highways, right. which does kind of, honestly, kind of like... Now, whether the state or the county or the city or whatever comes along and regards it as trash and picks it up, uh, that's up to the municipality. But it's not like part of an elected official's job is to go out and paint a Christian cross on the side of the road where where somebody died at. They say it's... And have they not been challenged? I believe it's the Freedom From Religion Foundation has sent them... I think they did send them something... To get them to stop that. If they have it, they need to. Which is a good good reminder of why to donate to to organizations like that. Because sometimes it's kind of assumed, well, somebody's going to do something, right? Yeah. Usually it's either uh, American Atheist or in most cases it's the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Annie Laurie Gaylor and Dan Barker uh, and, and that outfit will come in and send a letter to the municipality stating uh, the reasons behind it and, and why they should stop. You know, I remember when I was younger, I used to think people were actually buried there. <laughs> they, you know, they had the accident, it's like, like buried them right there. Okay. Kind of creeped me out. All right, quick, quick uh, uh, rapid fire session. Uh, crazy shit we believed when we were a kid. Uh, Jeff here believed that people were buried... Uh, where, where the casket pieces were on the side of the road. Well, they put a cross there. I think yeah, people absolutely. People were buried there. Okay, so. here's, here's here's one. You, you can think for a second. Oh. Okay. Um, growing up in Atlanta and going to the Atlanta Braves games, and they would play the national anthem before the game, and they would have it on the big screen, and they would say, and the you know, home of the free and the land of the brave, or whatever, you know, and they would show the actual Braves logo. I thought that if you lived in Cincinnati, it would say home of the Reds. Or if you're in, you know, Seattle, it said home of the Mariners. And, and I told my dad this one time, and he's like, what are you, a fucking idiot or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you got? So this is, it, it, it does not have a religious background. But okay. as people our age, we grew up with baseball. Yes. And you would sing, take me out to the ball game. Right. Yes. And how many times would they say... They'd say root, root, root for the home team. Every time they would say that. Well, that's the stupidest thing you could possibly say because that really should be in parentheses because it's not root for the home team. It's whatever fucking team you're going to see there. Mm -hmm. You put the name of the team in there. That's like root, root, root for generic. (laughs) It's root for the Tigers or the Braves yeah. or whatever team. It's yeah. not for the it's not the home team. The home team is in parentheses. You insert team name here. That's what it really should be. Root, root, root for the insert team name here. But everybody sings home team. <laughs> exactly. Like that's how it's supposed that's to be. The words. You can't change, you yes, know. I know yeah, your mind. It was written by God. Blown. Okay. Uh, all right. 
That was a nice little diversion. Getting back, the next story. And this is really, it's becoming my favorite church <laughs> in the whole wide you world. You want to visit there? Yeah, I, I, I do. I really want to go. It's not far away. I did a road trip. No, road trip to, to North Carolina. Keeping with the Carolina theme, there's a church in North Carolina, and I do not know the town where it's at, but it's called the World of Faith Fellowship. And they have been in the news for the last couple of years. You may have heard about this this church in the past. They were luring foreigners to North Carolina and holding them as basically slaves at the church. That's an interesting story. It's not what we're talking about today. Google that shit. <laughs> they also were the same church. They were a little, little more known for recently, about a little less than, than a year ago or so. More known than the whole keeping people asleep. Yes, yes. Yeah, they, they were known more for this. Actually, it was this year. It was a, a beginning of the summer of this year. A church member admitted that she led about 30 people, physically assaulted a parishioner of the church in an effort to beat the gay out of them, basically. It was a gay parishioner. And they were, they were doing this to expel demons uh, from him. And they, were, uh, they got in trouble over that as well, too. But uh, recently, this, this is... This By the is way, Roy new. Moore believes and has said that homosexuality should be illegal. Well, I'm sure Roy Moore, if he was a member he of the uh, World of Faith Fellowship in, in North Carolina, he would be right there getting his, his punches in uh, uh, to you know, help, help this man expel the demons from, from his nice system. Vest oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's what you do. You're, you're, you know, when in Rome, you know. But th- their newest thing is they're being uh, under investigation and one of the parishioners has come forward, a guy by the name of Randy Fields, a local contractor. And times are a little hard for the, uh, for the local contractors in, in North Carolina, apparently. He went to the church and talked to, let's just say, an official of the church. I don't know exactly which one. And asked if it was okay if he kind of backed up on his tithing a little bit because he wasn't making the money that he, he normally makes. And he was encouraged to fill out fraudulent unemployment claims under his employees so that he could defraud the government of money so that he could keep his tithing up to the church. And it was not the only parishioner that was encouraged to do so. So basically the entire church now oh, is, this is under... prosperity gospel. Oh, it's, right? yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the entire church now is being investigated under a huge un- unemployment fraud case. And hopefully, hopefully that will uh, finally uh, be the definition. It is. It's, it's... Obviously. But yeah, that, that we, I got a kick out of that. But uh, I wonder if that guy still goes there. Like he didn't see anything wrong with that request. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure it was just misguided. His heart was in the right place. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he what, can he just forgive himself? And I'd, you know, ass- I'd assume so. I don't see why not. I'd be, I'd be, that'd be who the pastor good. or the guy? The guy. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. The pastor can. can Where's your heart, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your heart? You're you're a theology guy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there it is. The the pastor should be able to forgive. Well, we're all you know sinners. How many times did you leave confession? If well, you were ever Catholic, uh, he was man, never, was Catholic. never Catholic. Catholic. He was so never Catholic. Either. He never went to confession. I had my private thing, just with me and God. We did that. The personal relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No, we I had a no priest. Yeah. No, we had a middleman. Middleman. We had to have a middleman. Yeah. 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 Are you Catholic too? I was oh, raised right. Catholic. I wouldn't say they ever got their hooks in. So me, you got <laughs> one of those little booths and everything? Or? Yeah. 
I, and, yeah. and when when I had my first confession before and now the booths you had this you had this separation. You know, right, little windows, right. green windows. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't have to you didn't have to look at the person. You were basically there was a screen. There was a little screen right, in right. between. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you sat, you know, you didn't face the screen, really. You faced kind of forward. Were you on a kneeler, or what are you... You know, well, that, that was the way they used to do it. Right. But right. They only, this was the worst part about my, my liberal hippie church on the west side of Detroit, was they decided to do face-to-face... Oh, oh no! You had to so, look at my so Yes. Oh no! So as close as <laughs> no. I'm sitting to you, you would have to sit by a priest Word, in awkward. seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade. Oh. Forgive me, Father, for I have. I can't just can't. Yes, yeah. I can't. I can't. I mean, just straight did, up. Did you filter and, stuff, or did you? Oh no! No question. Yeah. Well, filter. Filter? I'm, how about how about dam? Yeah, I dammed it yeah. up. Like all that stuff is still lying on but the edge. But you, you you would you, make shit up. You, so you could have you built a wall right. that yeah. Trump would be impressed with. Oh, big time, man! <laughs> big time. This is a this is a Chinese dam project of sin. <laughs> I never had a face to face with with the priest. It was always in the confessional. The crazy part was, I remember, and I had, I, I, probably the last time I went to confession, I was in junior high. I don't remember ever going I was in high school. to confession in high school or anything like that. I, I go in there, and I was like, you know, I've been fighting with my brother, and, and I, you know. And Swore. I, yeah, I said some bad words, and, you know, and I didn't, I didn't mind my mommy or, you know, whatever, the, you know, the little stupid shit that I came up with. And, and the priest goes, well, okay, Don. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, why is there a screen here? He knows my voice. He knows who I am. I'm like, this is a charade. <laughs> but I never, I never understood that whole that whole deal. It was like, go tell the weird guy who doesn't have sex all the bad things that you've done. He didn't have sex, and right. he would tell you what poems you could say and it would make it all go away and I, I never understood that whole idea behind how many how many hour fathers do you have to say if you killed somebody you know or, or, so you, you know? don't realize you don't realize until later when the priest is really mailing it in because when they're mailing it in they just tell you to say X number of this and yeah. X number of that. Right? Perform, I do remember... Perform an act of contrition. Yes. Which I never really understood yes. what that meant until yes. I was well, way yeah. out of the That's trick. what got me in trouble to yeah. begin with. Yeah. I, I was contricting the shit out of them. <laughs> right. Don't you, have to be, don't you have to be sorry first? You just want to make sure. I'm not sore from that. Right. Yeah. But there, there were... I mean, we, there were definitely priests that would would do more than that. And they, they would talk to you. And then you'd get, it's just, you know, probably just like teachers or anybody that's done a job for so long. They've heard it all. They've yeah. done it all. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah okay. You know, uh, five Our Fathers, five Hail Marys, act of contrition, and don't sass back to your mom. Yeah. Get okay. the hell out of here. And they right, knew, right next. <laughs> and they know you're lying. Yes, you know, so they have to they have to pat it on a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. They, they double it easily. They have to double it. All right. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Like, is that really? Is that yeah. all, is that all? Really we're doing, Don? That's, that's all I can all think I'm of. On you. That's all I can currently <laughs> think of right. at, at, you know, at this moment. We, yeah. had a, we had a class in, in high school where we did nothing but Macbeth for one whole semester. And we read it out loud. And 
the priest who taught it talked a lot about your seed and how you didn't want to you didn't want to waste your seed and you only got so much seed those were off those were those were some awkward classes now doesn't it say awkward in the bible classes. somewhere about um better to, to spill your seed in the belly of a whore than on a rock huh uh, Google that shit. Google that, Google yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's got to be Old Testament. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. It's the uh, weekly Bible study <laughs> with John, Jeff, and, uh, and Jerry. <laughs> Mark, Luke, but yeah, John. Yeah, I, re- I remember that because it was somebody brought that up and it was explained that there was define, an old... Define belly. It was an old... Well, it, not on the belly. <laughs> oh. In the belly. Oh. And the whole thing was basically it was an Old Testament thing. It's not very Catholic. No, it's not Catholic at all. It, it, it's, it's very Jewish and what it says... What they're saying there is, it's better to go and have sex with a whore to than to jack off. Because the whore might get pregnant, give birth to a son, who will grow up and be another Jewish soldier, basically. Yeah. That's, sure. that's the way, I, that, I mean, that's my interpretation of it. You know, uh, it, was, it was revealed to me, you know. In a dream. In a fever dream. In a fever dream. When I was 15 yeah. or 16, and I thought for a moment... Maybe I should be Jewish. Yeah. No. But that's always a good one really? to bring up really? when people, you know, when, when religious, you know, religious tards get all upset about sex and stuff and just, what about that part where God says it's better to fuck a whore than jack off? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, what do you got about that one, you know? Oh, you know what, you know, what, what is, what do the, uh, what do the conjoined twins say about that? Okay, getting to our <laughs> last story, yes, yes. Uh, speaking of masturbation. Wow, um, it, it came up. I was Googling uh-uh. that show. Uh-oh. We, uh, we we got one last story, and and this one is, is just a uh, just a just a weird weird story that I, that I stumbled across. It's uh, and it comes from uh, Jerry's neck of the woods uh, back in uh, Michigan. <laughs> Jerry's fault. Jerry's fault. Michigan is a big state. It's a big state. What part? Sand. What part of the hand are you from? That I am from the. Uh, if you're doing, you're looking at your left hand, yes. the joint of your finger and thumb in and southeast Michigan in Detroit. Detroit, okay, yes. okay, all right. It doesn't say where in in uh, in Michigan these two guys are from, but wait, wait, can I stop you though? Is sure, it two guys. Okay, so so your thing about the uh, the belly on the horse. Uh oh, you, you look that's it up. an urban legend. Get out of here. It's it's been you know people have used it a lot. What fake news site are you looking at? Probe for answers. <laughs> Probe for answers. Well, that's the first one that came up. So that's what I was doing in the, hor- be in, in the horse belly. It was probing for answers. But it's based on on the Onan spilling a seed kind of thing. So, you know, there's basis for it, but somebody embellished that. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I, so we we might we might have to we might have to call BS on on this story too because what Uh-oh. I just saw on the on. Uh, the Google that shit yeah. is the the site is the WorldNewsDailyReport.com. What's that? For no 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 no. This is uh, this is on Astral Internet. Oh, Lightspeed oh. Web. Was, no. <laughs> All right then. No, actually, it is. It is on the World News Daily Report. Uh, okay. But uh, well, we need to back up. So that. take this with a grain of salt. Uh, <laughs> but if, if this is if this is satire, it is. It's uh, it still is, worth. It is satire at its yeah. best. Um, a a fifty four year old set of conjoined twins from Michigan are in the news because they are. And a little background. They are connected at the belly. 
they face each other. From about the about the middle of the stomach up, they are two individual people, so to speak. So they share lower... Yeah, for, they, they share one digestive tract, uh, one urinary tract, and one set of legs. But they have their own uh, arms uh, and, and hands and, and, and everything. Brains. Brains and all the rest of that stuff. Which would be interesting if one of them was a theist and one of them was an atheist. And then they're arguing. He's like, no, you're not taking me back to that place again. What kind of compromise would that That's another story. Yeah. But these, these two guys... That's a horrible story. That would be awful. <laughs> Worse than it already is. Well, one of the twins is... I don't want to say dragging the other one into court, but he is he is suing his brother. Because they're using the same leg. They're so. using the same leg, so <laughs> technically he would be dragging him into court. But one of the twins is suing the other to try and stop him from chronically masturbating. Some some great quotes. Uh, some great quotes here. It's fake. Even if it is fake, it's, it's still hilarious. There's still some philosophical questions that need to be answered. I mean, oh, dude, 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 the one brain only get the pleasure from that. That's I, I don't if they're know. sharing the penis. I, you, would, you would think both brains are going to get some feedback there. Yeah, like whoa. And he's and, and he says that he's afraid to go to sleep at night because he's going to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking about this the other day when when I brought this story to your attention. They're conjoined twins. Siamese twins is is a negative. It's a derogatory. If you ask most people on the street, what do you call two babies that are that are joined? Uh, it, you know, Siamese twins. Is, people of our age would say that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I don't know, I, yeah, maybe younger maybe would, would say uh, would say conjoined twins. But these people were also they were, they were always like horribly abused. Well, it always came you know? it came from the 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 ones that were always in the Guinness Book of World Records. Those those two brothers from Siam. Yep. That uh, they were they were joined. At, now they were, they just had a little section uh, between them that was right. joined. They had basically That's two separate, full they had bodies, wives too. Like yes, yeah, exactly. That was the crazy part. I was telling oh, Jeff okay. about that. They they lived in separate houses. They slept one slept. They both slept in each other's house. Like one house Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The other house Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then they would swap off on Sundays. Yeah. See, there's some weird stuff. The going whole family, on with that, all the families too. would get together on Sundays. So, like when they're having sex with their wives. Yeah, they were like, both the married and, like had, right and had there. plenty of children. Yeah. 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 But the, you know, like that's another relic of our era yeah is the guinness book of world's records oh yeah, yeah. like book yeah oh the actual the actual, the actual book, book. Yeah. yeah and because it was it, it was you know absolutely a freak show oh yeah you had the two fat twins on the motorcycles from texas right. and uh <laughs> yeah right and, and and the the Siamese twins were in there. Uh, the longest fingernails uh right. and it, all the crazy pictures you know that were that were in there over the years. It was years. like a it was like a, a, a an acceptable veneer for a carny freak show. The modern version, yeah. of, of the nickel, yeah. you know, the bearded woman. And it was and the, it was two brothers that that did this. Yeah, the, the two the brothers. Brother. One of them was killed. I'm almost positive by an IRA bombing because he was a member of parliament and he was really? killed by an IRA bomb. Oh, this God. was I'll say back in the late 70s or 80s. Wow. 
so you know you should listen to our other podcasts you know UK history yeah <laughs> we have another one launching worthless <laughs> 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 <Fourthless> tidbits <laughs> Yeah, that kind of reminds me of uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. It used to be in the Sunday paper. It was the same kind of for sure kind of mm-hmm. thing, the freak show kind of stuff. Before it but... became a place that when you drive up to and you go, "There's a Ripley's here." Oh shit! Where is that? Is that... Oh, oh, there's one in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, or, or Pigeon there's Forge, one, one of the two. Gatlinburg. There's one in Niagara Falls. Oh, there's okay. one in Tourist Vegas. Crap. There's mm-hmm. one okay. in downtown San Antonio. Oh wow! Anywhere. Right on the Riverwalk, or yes, right. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. There you go. Next one in Panama own. City, big one. In oh, there Panama is one City. in Panama yeah, City. Like yes, a, it's like a, oh. looks like a like a lopsided pirate ship. Now, isn't the one in Gatlinburg the buildings upside down? Could be. I believe be it a is. Different thing. Yeah, yeah. could be. Yeah. Google that shit. We yeah. have no idea. Not if you value your sanity, but yes, you can. I remember growing up on the south side of Atlanta in the newspapers. They had a blatant ripoff of. Ripley's Believe It or Not. It was the semi-amazing South Side. That's what they called it. <laughs> semi-amazing. I'm not making this up. Um, in high school, uh, and we'll end on this note, in, in high school, uh, I, had, I had some friends that were in a band. And they played uh, a concert, for lack of a better terms, at a one girl's house. And it made it into the semi-amazing South Side. Because the house, uh, her father was very well-to-do, and the house sat on top of a hill with a huge lake behind it. And the party was in the backyard. And the band cranked up and they started playing. They played well into the night. And people were calling, complaining, noise complaints. And the cops came out uh, to find the noise complaint. And they finally found us. We were more than three miles away from the house that complained. Whoa. It was The sound was hitting the water and just, yeah, kept, wow, it just, just kept on perfect. going. Uh, and, and and so yeah, we made the semi amazing South Side. For, did you save a copy of that? Of course not. No, I never. I, I never thought I'd be thinking you know or talking about it thirty so much. <laughs> so you could be just making this up. Totally. Absolutely, so. Google that shit. By all means. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> but that's semi-amazing a nice closing story. This was, <laughs> this was circa nineteen eighty. 1984, Good somewhere point. around there, uh, Fayetteville, Georgia. Uh, if if you got a local paper, if you got that? access to the Fayette neighbor, uh, the archives, they might have taken micro summer. I would say I'd say start in summer of '84 right. and kind of branch out from there. And, and then when you're doing when you're when you're researching it, yeah. you could sit there and wonder where you went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what life choices led right. me to this? <laughs> I'm probably not going to do it, so we'll just believe you. All right, well, or uh, that's the end of the show. And, uh, we're out of beer. Yeah, we're definitely, yeah, definitely out of beer. So we'll be back in about two weeks. See you all there. Bye. Shoot him with my gun He made me mad The devil's bad The devil is a bum But the devil is my friend The devil is my friend Wherever I go The devil will go The devil is my friend And Godzilla is my friend Godzilla is my friend Wherever I go Godzilla go Godzilla is my friend And Shredenko was my friend And Brezhnev was my friend And Androp He just popped off Now Gorbachev is my friend And Frank Sinatra is my friend Frank
Some of them at the party and 